welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast recorded live at Brick Arts in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. We play those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, the 1970s, and every now and then some of the modern stuff. We also discuss politics and social issues. I play songs I listened to as a young man growing up in the Marcy Projects in Brooklyn. And here I am now playing them for your pleasure. And also to introduce to a new younger generation that fabulous American art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio as always with my longtime friend, 60 plus plus years. Uh, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, what's up, good buddy? All right, how you doing, Fonz? Good, 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 man. Can't complain, man. Cool, cool. Another podcast, brother. Here we are. <laughs> Here yeah, we are. man. You know, uh, damn, February, man. We in February, man. 151 episode. Oh, no, we're January. Still in January. January, yeah. 150, yeah, 151 yeah. episodes, man. Yeah. Wow, time goes by when you're having fun, folks. Time goes by. You know, we always do in this podcast, we always start it off with a song, a poem, a reading, something that speaks to issues of social justice. And this is a little different this time because we have a poet called Kyle the Poet. He's a young Asian brother, and he wrote a poem in 2018, he performed it called My Father on Protest. And let me set it up for you. Uh, this poem is about his father complaining about him or his son pro- going out and protesting. Now, his father must be an immigrant or refugee from Vietnam. So now you got the background of this poem. This boy kills it. This boy kills it. Carl, the poet, my father. To have a child is to plant a bed of orchards on the walls of a volcano and pray that hell doesn't find them too attractive for a bouquet. Son, why do you long so much for the fire? Don't you know your body will burn like kindling? I want you to stay home. Your blood has traveled oceans so that it would not be spilled. You are too alive to be a martyr. And I've seen enough martyrs made from boys. I've seen motherland streets reduced to graveyards, banners double as tombstones, and I won't allow you to discover your heritage by joining the dead. Do not speak to me as though I do not know the words to these revolutionary songs like us refugee children and adult bodies don't still mumble the lyrics in our sleep. A dream. That never came true and faces that never came back don't you know where you come from boy a land a burning jungle and broken body of the people who have had their fingers sliced off so they could never form a fist again so they could never celebrate peace again so they could never point the finger of their attackers face I saw students just like you with fire in their eyes, flames rising from their chest, their mouths, the iron door, the kitchen stoves. Every time they opened, sparks of revolution shot out and caught onto the fabric of society. 
Do you know how they put out wildfires? They introduce it to another. A controlled burn, they call it, to destroy all the fuel and starve the first fire out. The fire of protesters, of Buddhist monks met the fire of automatic weapons until the only thing left burning was the Buddhist flesh. I saw death blossom in red and brown on the chests of boys and girls who tried to plant flowers inside of gun barrels. I saw faces stolen in the depth of night so quickly that even their shadows don't know where they are. And do you think you're safe here? In this white man's land, you think their laws will keep you safe? You talk about constitution like it wasn't the same document that put 120,000 into internment camps, two million into reservations, four million to slavery, their police are so similar to ours. Same bullets, different flag. And I can keep you away from school, prevent you from going to protests and rallies, but you inherited your ancestors' resistance. The fire that beat in our people as we were beat under the boots of the Chinese, the French, the Japanese, the communists, the Americans, I recognize that flame. People, people who were burned, Never forget the fire that gave them their scars. That's a powerful poem, Larry. Oh, my God, that is so powerful. I mean, the imagery is unbelievable. Uh, man, I have never heard this guy, but he yeah. is real. I mean, he touches teenager. on everything. In 2018, he was a teenager. He touches on every part. I could see his life. Yeah. I could see it right. I, I could see the burning. I could see the. I could see everything. Everything was there. That was. That was good. That was really good. Yeah, the, the imagery in that is powerful. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it just it makes sense of, of this immigrant father making this argument for yeah. his son not to get out there and be active because he ran away from what he saw. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Man, that was really cool. That was really cool. I don't yeah, know where you Kyle get this stuff there, but I keep it coming, man. Keep it coming. Yeah, that is really because that is obscure to me. I did, was not aware of this guy. Me either. Until a few days ago, uh-huh. I stumbled across him, man. You know, uh, but that was a great, a great poem. I mean, it was. It touched uh, on every part of what yeah. really happened in Nam. Every part yeah. of it. For you know, us, from the very we have beginning. that history of Vietnam. We remember the image of the Buddhist monk burning on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we 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 have that history. So this yeah. poem just fits in that memory. Yeah, it does. It does. One hundred percent. I forgot that the Japanese were at uh, uh, occupied uh, Occupi- Vietnam. Occupied Vietnam. World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, I forgot that. But it, then it was the French and then the Americans. Yeah. yeah. And don't forget, I think the Chinese had it too. Oh yeah, the Chinese had it uh, before before yeah. anybody else. Yeah. Uh, wow, man, powerful poem, folks. Man, yeah. there's, a, there's a there's a lot to be said in that poem. A yeah. lot, a lot to be heard. All right, man. Let's um, let's get going with what we do here best, and that's uh, play jazz just the way we like it. Uh, today, jazz, man, is about two African American jazz artists who built their work around African ancestral connecting jazz. In other words, they found the spiritual foundation out of connecting with Africa's history and past and ancestries. And who are these musicians, man? Uh, Billy Harper, fabulous sax player, and Randy Weston, 
uh, fabulous piano player. And we're going to start off a little bit with uh, Billy Harper, who was a great artist, musician, composer, sort of vastly underappreciated and vastly unrecognized, but was incredible master of his craft. A, you know, a world-class tennis sax player. Uh, Billy Harper was born in 1943, and he was an American jazz player, one of the gener- one of the John Coltrane influenced tennis sax players. He played with some of the greats, man, like Art Blakely and the Jazz Messenger, Elvin Jones, Tad Jones, Mel Lewis, Max Roach. Uh, he played in Europe, uh, and a lot of his music was Afrocentric in his music. And here's a piece called Capra, Copra, Capra, Capra, excuse me, C-A-P-R-A, Capra Black. And this has uh, Billy Hopper on uh, sax, Reggie Workman on drums, John Cohan on on. Uh, Drums, Reggie Workman on bass, rather, Elvin Jones, and a number of other artists. So let's listen to this piece, Copper Black, Billy Harper.
That's a section of Billy Harper's Copra Black, recorded in 1973 with Billy Harper on saxophone, Reggie Workman on bass, uh, Billy Cunningham and Elvin Jones on drums, Warren Smith on piano, George Cable on trombone, Dick Griffin and Julian Prince on trumpet. And that highlights his masterful arrangement and musicianship. Larry? Yeah, that was beautiful, man. That's... Uh uh, <clears throat> I remember listening to him and, and just, uh, uh, you know, just hearing parts of Train in him. Absolutely. You know, you know parts of Train coming through loud and clear. Uh, <clears throat> that's a, it's almost like an orchestra that he has going on there yeah, with, the, yeah. with, the, with all those musicians that are on there. The arrangement, man, yes, is great. Yes, powerful, powerful uh, piece. So much going on at once. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And yeah. that's the thing that he arranged himself and that's yeah. wow solo is over the uh the rhythm section yeah and the rhythm section is is over the drum section <laughs> yeah and it's just a, a very so, creative piece yes masterful i love the i love the way it was billy harper folks yeah. <clears throat> we are featuring billy harper and randy weston two musicians that was influenced by africa afrocentric afro ancestry uh, in the creation of their music and jazz. So that was Billy Harper. The next person we're going to play is uh, from Brooklyn, Randy Weston. Um, Randy Weston, born in 1926, passed away 2018, not too long ago. He's from Brooklyn, New York. He was a famous jazz pianist, composer, very creative uh, inspired by Duke Ellington and Theolonius Monk. You know, these, these were people who in, inspired his work. Uh, a little bit about him. <clears throat> he was drafted in the Army in World War II, uh, spent three years uh, from 1944, and then he was sent to Japan for a year, and then he returned to Brooklyn and worked in his family restaurant. And they said his family restaurant was like a gathering place for jazz musicians to come eat when they played in New York. From Count Basie, Nat King Cole, Art Tatum, Duke Ellington, and his cousin was Winton Kelly. But it was Theolonius Monk that had the biggest impact on him. <coughs> he went to a concert and heard Monk play with Coleman Hawkins, and it just changed the way he played music. And he uh, followed Monk around for three years, learning from him. Uh, he eventually went out on his own and eventually uh, uh, traveled through Africa with the U.S. cultural de delegation. And the last stop of the tour was in Morocco where he decided to set, settle and running his African Rhythm Club in Tangiers in Morocco for five years from 1967 
1972. Damn, I was in Ted's years at that time. I wish I would have known that. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so here's a piece by uh, Randy Weston, African Rhythms. African Rhythms by Randy Weston. So folks, sit back and enjoy this. Kanawa people, the black people of Morocco, originally came from the great empires of Mali around Timbuktu, Sekou, Bambara. And uh, we're going to play two variations of a very powerful spiritual. In Arabic, it's called Sidi Musa. We call it Blue Moses. First would be Hassan.
Giants of our music are right here, and uh, you know we, we all love each other deeply. When we embrace each other, it's real. It's real love, and uh, I'm just so happy to be part of that musical family. And I had Hassan here because the music comes out of Africa, and Africa is a spiritual center of the planet Earth. And you hear Hassan play that instrument comes right out of Africa, you know? And it's really beautiful. And uh, we think it's only fitting that Alex Blake should uh, take us home.
man and his group boy uh, a little bit of uh, that uh, African rhythms Larry how'd you like him that was beautiful man uh, I love the, the the rhythm section was really on top of things and uh, the instrument that was a new instrument that I heard yeah, uh, yeah, from, from the, uh, uh, Morocco yeah from Morocco it's really really tremendous added flavor to the uh, to that whole piece yeah yeah yeah, he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves, Randy Weston, nor does Billy Harper. They were two creative creative geniuses. They played together quite a bit. Yeah, so, I, I, I'm trying to remember when was the last album I heard Randy on. I know I've heard him on a few things, but I just can't remember exactly when. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't realize how similar he is to Monk. Yes, because I heard that in this 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 piece right here. Oh yeah, very. yeah, yeah. So that was his biggest influence. Was yeah, me. yeah, because it it comes out loud and clear. I, I I probably I have to look at some of the stuff that I have. I'm quite sure he's on in there, but I didn't realize he. I I thought yeah. he was more of a conventional type, and he's not. No, no he's not. not. He's not. You know, he uh, his he has two grandsons, three grandsons, uh-huh. and they called. They have a. Uh, Restaurant upstate New York, not too far from my sister. I think it's called Brothers, something like that. Okay. Yeah, uh, really good food, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to go play another one from Randy Weston, man. And this is a, a piece called Black Moses, man. Just groove with this, folks. And this has Farrell Saunders on bagpipes. This piece is Blue Moses in the spirit of our ancestors.
Wow, man. Randy Weston, um, Blue Moses with Randy Weston, the rearranger, and on piano. That was Farrell Saunders, man, on the, the bagpipes. Wow. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Wow. Uh, Jamal Nasser and uh, Alex Blake on the electric bass. Idis Mohammed uh, on the drums. Uh, Big Black on, on drums. Uh, with, a, with a lineup, man. And you can hear that uh, African uh, influence. How'd you like that piece, Larry? Yeah, that was really good, man. I, I didn't know that uh, uh, Farrell played bagpipes. There was one other uh, jazz musician that played bagpipes, and I can't remember the name of the guy. It was back in our day, too. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember what fan. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, he played he played jazz bagpipes. And, but Farrell's there with, I think it was on one of Farrell's records, too, or he had his own record, but I'll, I'll get it. I'll, yeah. I'll get his name at some point. But uh, this piece was really, man, it's, I was like almost in a trance listening to it. I know, that, that constant beat. beat yeah, I was almost beat, in a trance. I, I thought it was like rhythm. transcendental. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's where, that's where it took me. Oh, so, it took me too, man. Yeah, yeah. So. Almost took me too far, bro. Yeah, 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 me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was happening with yeah. me there. Yeah, that was uh, Randy Weston. Yeah, Folks, man, I will, man, I got him. That's another guy I got to listen to again, man. I got to yeah, listen. Yeah, folks, we are playing some some fabulous musicians who was strongly influenced with African ancestral connection with their jazz. And we're playing Billy Harper and Randy Weston. And let's go back to Billy Harper to a piece he did, Call of the Wild and Peaceful Heart. So sit back and groove with this, folks. Billy Hart. Call of the Wild. He's wrong.
Billy Harper, Call of the Wild and Peaceful Heart, man. We played, recorded on his uh, Black Saint album in 1975 with Billy Harper on tenor sax, uh, Virgil Jones on trumpet, Joe Burner on the piano, uh, David Fison on bass, and Malcolm Prism on the drums. Larry, I know you had the groove with that good brother. Oh, yeah, that was really good. I, I really enjoyed that. And that was going, 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 going. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, man, with folks, we, play, we played uh, two uh, African spir- spiritualist jazz uh, 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 players, uh, players whose music was in- influenced by the uh, African ancestry connection, and that's Billy Harper and Randy Weston. And Billy Harper, you can hear that John Coltrane. Oh, so it comes to John Coltrane. Yeah, it, that influence is so loud and clear. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Randy Weston, you can hear that monk. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. monk yeah, influence. Yeah, yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, these are two artists, man, who are true to their form and true to their music. And they played together. Larry, man, time is flying. Oh wow, wow, wow! It's Did, about uh, that time, brother. Oh my God, I thought I thought we were going to speak on uh, the, on uh, the primary today. We'll have to do that next time. Man. <laughs> we'll have to do that next time, folks. Okay, uh, Larry, it's good to have you here, man. Good to have you 
good to be here. And uh, I told Cliff about it. He said that he missed it because, like, when we went on the hiatus during the um, <clears throat> pandemic, pandemic, I said, we're back. <laughs> oh, you are. Yeah, so uh, I think Cliff will be listening to us from now oh, on. Oh, man, if you yeah. listen to this, welcome back, good brother Cliff. Yeah, there Haven't you go. I haven't seen you in tell. a while, but you know, all is well, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go back with this with the brother Cliff way back, yeah. high school and before. Yep, yep. From the Marcy Projects. Cliff, man. <coughs> all right, folks. <clears throat> I'd like to thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, both Randy Weston. And Billy Harper. And we're going to go out on a piece in which they play together. And they recorded quite a bit together, Randy Weston and Billy Harper. And this is a piece called Blues to Synagogue. And we're going to go out on this piece. And folks, as always, to the next time, peace and love. <laughs>